Hey friends, welcome to episode 152 of the Fierce Calling Podcast. I'm your host, Dara Swift. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad to have you today. And we have a great show. I have a return guest, one that you loved before and you're going to love again. So I want to ask you, do you journal? Maybe you're not a writer. Maybe you don't like to journal, but whether you love journaling or you don't love journaling, today is an episode for you. My guest this week is Jennifer Dukes Lee, and I'm going to introduce her when we start our conversation, but you're going to want to listen in and hear what she has to say. And her new guided journal is pretty awesome. And it's for anyone. Usually we can't say that books are for anyone, but this book is for anyone. It's going to resonate with people who are baby boomers or Gen X or any any time that you've been born. This book has something for you. So listen in and I can't wait for you to hear what Jennifer shares. And friend, I am so excited about the book launch of Surrender the Joy Stealers, Rediscover the Jesus Joy in You, the six-week Bible study that is really catching on like wildfire. People are really getting so much out of it and I would love if you would check it out. It's available on Amazon. So stay tuned as we get into the show in just a moment. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually with podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff. You can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com or the Access More app. Welcome back. I am super excited today to welcome back my friend, Jennifer Dukes Lee. She was on the show back in 2021. She was episode number 57. It's when her book, Growing Slow, had released, and it's amazing. So be sure to pick that up. But we are talking about a new book that she has out. She's a best-selling author. She's wife to her favorite farmer. She has two amazing daughters, and she is a former news reporter. So she loves to ask lots of deep questions, which can get awkward at times, as Jennifer has said. Um, Her book that's out is called Stuff I'd Only Tell God, A Guided Journal of Courageous Honesty, Obsessive Truth-Telling, and Beautifully Ruthless Self-Discovery. This is amazing. Welcome back to the show, Jennifer. So great to have you. It's fun to be here. You have been busy, busy with podcasting. You just keep on coming out with great episodes, and I hear a lot about your podcast episodes, so it's really a joy to get to be here again. Thank you. Thank you. I am so honored um, to have you back on the show. It's, It's really a joy to talk with you. And I missed you because I see a lot of your posts and all of that. You know, you comment on people's posts, but it's really nice to actually talk to them in person. Well, kind of in person. We're not actually in person. But anyway, Jennifer, I am excited to share about this book that you have out. And it's really cool. 
I've gone through it. I have a couple copies already, plan to give them as gifts. So I would love if you would go and maybe share a little bit about your story. Some have maybe not heard the other episode and then how you're taking action where your passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, so my name is Jennifer and I live on a farm. Scott and I moved back here about 20 years ago so that he could farm the land of his fifth generation family farm. Before that, I was a newspaper reporter and never dreamed that we'd end up back here in rural Iowa, but it's been a great place to grow a family. It's been a great place to grow in faith. And um, right now in the season that we're recording this, it's planting season. Mm. So it's a very exciting time around the farm, planting seeds into the ground and hoping and praying that things will grow. And that's just what they tend to do. God makes sure of it. And while he's out there planting seeds, I am inside planting seeds with words. And so that's what I do is I, every day I'm writing something either on Facebook or Instagram, even TikTok now. Um, I write books and Bible studies. And then my latest project is the reason that you invited me here today. And that is for uh, my new guided journal, Stuff I'd Only Tell God. And it is a guided journal. So it's not a journal where you open it up and there's blank pages and it just has a pretty cover and a few Bible verses here and there. It has very direct very interesting, very deep, and sometimes, sometimes very silly questions inside of it. But I think that's what makes it fun. So yeah, this is definitely a passion project. It is, I feel like culmination of all those things that you just said, as you asked me that question, it has been my hunger to know the Lord and to help other people know the Lord. Um, It's born out of compassion for people um, that they would heal and grow and maybe deal with some of the things that have hurt them over the years. Mm. And, um, and it is a calling and a passion. I, I love asking questions and I don't ask them to be nosy or annoying. I ask them because I genuinely care and I'm curious about people. And so I put all of my favorite questions in this journal and it's been so fun to see it take off. Yeah. It is really unique the way it is a guided journal and you've posted some different things about it on, on, like Instagram and Facebook, I think um, is where I might have answered one of the questions. You were having us remember, you know, a, a certain smell, certain taste, certain way we felt about something or, you know, and it really made me think about certain things like freshly cut grass. Oh, well, that reminded me of Saturday mornings when I'd get up early and dad was cutting the lawn or, you know, different things we taste like like, oh, New York style pizza, when my friends and I would go down and walk downtown to Tom's Pizza, you know, when we were in middle school. So it's really special. Love that. I think so too. I I mean, there are questions like that, that have you going back to those moments that are just nostalgic and whimsical and that you don't always think about. But then there's, you know, other deeper questions about your past and your regrets and um, areas of forgiveness and areas of worry and fear. So um, it, with each turn of the page, it's a surprise. You just don't know what's going to be on the next one. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. But also, like you said, it has this um, seriousness to it as well. And because the title said stuff I'd only tell God, it feels safe because you can write your things out and it's 
you're telling God about it. And so I love that so much. And also I love the fact that it spans generations. Like this book speaks to younger women, women maybe in their mom years or, you know, maybe women empty nesting right now. And I love that too because there's a page that kind of says, do you relate to like the 8-track or cassettes or Spotify? So tell us a little bit about what that was like to write just in general that could be for anyone. Yes, I was very intentional about that. And in fact, it's not just for women. Um, And right now on um, Amazon, half of the reviews have been left by men. And one of those men um, just bought an extra 10 copies for people that he works with his team at a homeless shelter. So I'm telling you, this has, this is running the gamut of age and gender, um, life station, just for instance, first week. Okay. First week of, um, launch Doris. And I received a message from the CEO of a large food bank in Georgia Mm -hmm. that had purchased this, um, journal. I, I received the one from the guy that works at the homeless shelter mm-hmm. who'd ordered a bunch of copies. Um, I received a message from a senior in college, a girl, a young woman who got a copy for herself and four of her friends as they move on into the next stage of life. I just got a, a message in my DMs from a freshman in college here in Iowa saying, I can't wait for my coffee to come. And then my mom, who's 83, and then a lady who's 79 years old who gave it to four of her best friends. I mean, I'm telling you, when sometimes when I write, I I think about somebody who's maybe about my age or maybe a you know a few years behind that I can sort of mentor. Mm-hmm. But in this one, I was very intentional about um, making space for. even in every single question, Mm -hmm. I I felt that there was a way that somebody could answer it. And the way that I did that was I workshopped it with all of those age groups. So um, my daughters are 18 and 21. They edited my um, work, every single page of it, and made adjustments where things felt outdated or they didn't understand. And the same regard, I ran it through people in the, you know, kind of 20s and 30s, Um, at our publishing house, we sat around the table and workshopped it. And then my mom has been a part of it, who's in her eighties. So there's, there's, there's an awareness. So like the page that you're talking about with the eight track, the cassette, the album, the CD, all of that. I even say on there now, if you're an old soul, you might be able to answer in all of these categories, Mm. but you might not. And so that was, that was really fun. And it was just, it really is intentional because I want people to feel like this is for me and this is my book and I can make it be what it needs to be for my life story. Yeah. How special, how earlier in the show you were saying that your seeds are the words that you plant and they are impacting people that will never know. It kind of reminds you of like, you know, when a, when a plant grows and then, Maybe the wind will take some of their spores out or whatever you call those. And it lands somewhere else and plants there. And this is what's happening with this book. And I love how you brought out the fact that it's not gender specific. So it could be a man or a woman. And this is a great gift because a lot of us have people in our lives that have 
you know, whatever. They don't really need anything, but they need this book. <laughs> so this is really important. And how you workshopped it with the different groups is amazing. And how you got the feedback from each group. So going forward, what are some other plans for this book? I, you know, I wing it. I, I mean, I know that sounds so non-strategic, but because there's, I've never written anything like this. Mm -hmm. Secondly, there's honestly nothing like it in the Christian marketplace. There are journals, of course, but that we're aware of, mm -hmm. um, at least things that have, you know, kind of risen to um, of the domain where you, you kind of know what's happening, but we just haven't been aware of something like this. So then there's no rule book on who to promote it to next. So for graduates, I created a reel and we did a pretty strong push for grads for high school graduates mm -hmm. a few weeks ago um, because we're in that season as we're recording right now. And all of a sudden people were picking them up for grad gifts. And um, then I've been hearing, oh, I got it for a bunch of moms for Mother's Day. And so as each season comes along, there's potentially a new area that we maybe maybe want to explore. For now, Doris, I'm just having fun talking about it and seeing where it goes. And the messaging kind of develops itself. And that's really fun because I have been kind of a type A planner strategizer for most of my life. Mm -hmm. And the spontaneous nature of of this makes this an incredibly fun launch. Yeah. I'm enjoying it thoroughly. I can tell. Yeah, it is. It is so unique. And what a precious gift for a graduate, because what if they can work through some of these things at their age now that could help them work through things to come? You know, like if we catch the younger generations with a book that they could relate to, and maybe their mom is doing the same book, you know, study with the journaling and all of that. And maybe they have someone younger than them that they could use this book as a mentoring tool, you know, to help. Maybe they would guide them through and, and share that with them. So there's just so many possibilities. Like you said, it's so kind of fresh. Yeah. I love those ideas, Doris. I mean, I'm going to use those. So I'm just like sitting over here wide eyed thinking, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. I can so see it as a, like a discipleship tool and, you know, just kind of crossing over barriers for people who may find it difficult to connect with others. This is a good book to draw people together and they could maybe do it in community. They don't necessarily have to share their answers, <laughs> but they might want to, you know, there's a lot, a lot of things yes. people want to say. They just haven't really known how to say it. Have you found that too? Yes, absolutely. Um, they don't know how to say it. I think people know that journaling is, is a good practice, but the idea of a blank page is really super intimidating. Mm -hmm. And I know that's true because even, I mean, my life vocationally, I'm a writer. That's what I do. But a blank page journal, I don't always know what to, what to do with it. Mm -hmm. um, I know what to do with, you know, like a news story with a blank page or in some cases a book to blank page. But yeah. if even I have writer's block with a journal, then I, I have to imagine others do too. So I really tried to take this as a step-by-step -step approach so that there wasn't any guessing and that you could go and begin with confidence. Like I can do this. I can, I can write a journal. I can do this. Mm -hmm. How did you come up with 
the structure of the book, like the flow, how did that come about? Because it's so fascinating how it is so different in certain parts of the book. I um, first sat down and just whatever weird thought was pinballing in my head, I wrote them down. There was no rhyme or reason to it. A lot of the questions in here are questions that I've asked people for years, like over dinner. Um, they're questions that I've asked my family over the years, um, questions I've asked myself, questions I've asked God. And I just started writing them all down. I mean, just weird thoughts would come into my mind and I would write it down. Like if there was one song that was going to be played every time you walked into a room and it was the only song that was going to be played for the rest of your life, what would you want it to be? Mm. So, I mean, that's just so weird and random, you know, but then there's other things that are about like, what are you scared of? Or what's a promise that you've kept? Or what's a promise that you've broken? What's a promise that you're glad you've broken? Mm -hmm. All these kinds of things. And so then I looked through that and I could see that there were a lot of questions that were about people in our lives. Mm -hmm. And then there were some that were, you know, about things that have happened in the past. There were things that felt like they were right now. Um, then there was just a whole bunch of questions that were weird. So I put those in a section called me and my weird ways. They just <laughs> didn't belong anywhere else, but Love they that. were super fun. Yeah. And then there's a section called as honest as I've ever been. And that whole section is very serious. And that's like the deepest, deepest, mm -hmm. deepest place of the heart mm -hmm. would be that portion of the journal. And then me and my future, just, it looks to the future of your life, but also looks to the future of heaven. And that was really fun to write. And um, yeah, it just kind of all came together and, and it, it made sense when, when it, when it was written, but I didn't write it like that. It just it just seemed to make sense after I saw the questions on the page. And you are so naturally inclined to ask questions and having a background in journalism. And it wasn't just because you were taught these things because you went to school for it. It's because you are naturally inquisitive about things, right? It made you think more and it helps other people think too. Because sometimes we just kind of ride the day on autopilot, which we hate to say that. I mean, as a believer, we're supposed to like be intentional and all that, but there's just some days where we feel like we're kind of like glazed over or something, you know, and just doing life as it comes instead of being intentional about what we're doing, which this book is so cool because it does bring out things that we hadn't really considered like the thing about, you know, if you could hear a song every time you walked into a room, what would that be? And then it would bring back, oh, yeah, that one song that reminded me of this. You know, when you hear a song sometimes from a, a different era, you know, it brings back a lot of memories. But then also I love that it's not just like you said about past things. It's about the right now and moving forward. So that is priceless and how it kind of is just very organic. I know when you write a book, it's supposed to have like a, a beginning to end kind of flow thing and all of that. But I love that it's organic because our life isn't always like that, <laughs> like structured, right? That's right. And within in each of the sections, there are opportunities to smile and laugh and remember mm -hmm. and giggle and be silly. And then with the each, within each of the sections, there's an opportunity to just really get serious for a minute mm -hmm. and address something that needs to be addressed. Yeah. It can really be very intentional about like the healing process. It can really be a good 
I mean, I hate to say tool, but it it kind of is because we work through it with the Lord, but it is a good way that he can bring about healing through the words that he's given you to write. And because it's come from a heart and a place of a Jesus girl that definitely has an influence in the book, even though the book is good, you know, anybody would be interested in picking up this book. Right? So. I think so. Yes, yes. I think it's, you know, definitely, um, I've heard from people that one of the reviewers says I'm not over, overly religious, but um, I really liked this book. Um, but, you know, it's no surprise for anybody who's followed me for any length of time that I'm coming at something from a Christian worldview. Mm-hmm. And so my hope and prayer is that it will lead people to closer relationship with Jesus. And I have things in there like a whole section called Conversations with Jesus Jesus asked really great questions in the gospels, many, many questions. And so I went through all of those questions and I picked out 12 and I put them in that section of the journal and you get an opportunity to answer based on what's happening in your life today, to answer questions from Jesus. Like, do you want to get well? Or why did you doubt? Do you love me? The questions that he asked, it's our opportunity to say, this is my answer. Mm, that is so powerful. And it's an opportunity, like like the subtitle says, courageous honesty. Because sometimes being honest does take a lot of courage. And when we're talking to God, he invites us to share those things um, that are on our hearts, right? That we're That we're struggling with. Absolutely. Yeah. So I would love if you could share with the listener, how can they connect with you? and grab this book and also find your other books too, Jennifer. I can be found Jennifer Dukes Lee everywhere online. That's my website. That's my handle on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I'm also, um, now I have a new group called Stuff I'd Only Tell God on Instagram. And that is a place where we're going through prompts together, where we're, um, I, I show how to journal. I give journaling tips and ideas. And uh, we spent we spent the first part of it just launching the book. But now we're kind of getting into like, here's how we actually use this thing. So that's been super fun. Yeah, that's very cool. I'll make sure to put the links in the show notes so people can find you and connect with the group. Because it, it does seem like when you go through it, especially if you're going through it on your own, it just means so much to connect with community who are also going through something like that so people can relate their experience and and all of that as they as they go through this amazing guided journal. <laughs> well, thank you so much Jennifer. It's just been such a joy and pleasure to have you back on the show. I love you. You're amazing. And I know that you love Jesus with your whole heart and you are passionate about outrageous and scandalous grace, right? Absolutely. I love that. Thank you. I'm glad that that's the vibe I give off because it's certainly what's on the inside. Yes, definitely. Definitely an amazing, beautiful God's girl. So thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to talking with you soon. I hope to have you on again. Sounds great. Thanks, Doris. Thank you so much for listening, friends. And I hope this episode blessed you and pick up that book stuff I'd only tell God. It's amazing. 
And I hope it really started to get your wheels turning about some of the things that Jennifer was sharing as far as, you know, what we do share, what we think about, and not only fun stuff, but deep stuff. So check it out, friends, and I'll have the links in the show notes for you so you can find Jennifer, reach out to her, and find her amazing guided journal. And friends, I hope you'll join me next time. But first, I want to say I'm booking my speaking for 2024. So be sure to check out my speaker page at DaraSwift.com or my speaker profile at WomenSpeakers.com. I would love to have a chat about speaking at your next women's event. It has some of the topics there that I talk about. One of the topics is Fierce Calling, Equipped, Empowered, Engaged. And also I have a talk uh, surrounding my new Bible study, which is Surrender the Joy Stealers, Rediscover the Jesus Joy in You. And I love to help women surrender what threatens to steal their joy so they can grab hold of the joy that Jesus has already given us friend. So be encouraged today. And I hope you'll join me next time when I talk with another woman who's taking action where her passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. Until then, friend, have a blessed week and I'll talk to you soon. From aspiring musicians to church worship teams, the worshipinitiative.com has resources for everyone. The Worship Initiative is an online training resource to help you learn and lead top worship songs with in-depth instrument tutorial videos, chord charts, and more. Alongside instrument training, we have devotionals for every song and training videos on how to be an effective worship leader from voices like Shane and Shane, Phil Wickham, John Piper, Ben Stewart, and more. Only at theworshipinitiative.com. Start learning and leading your team now by using the code SPARK23 for your first month free. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. 